Hey everyone, Emily here. Just letting you know that this week we're going to take a break. Mary is on vacation. We will pick back up next week where we left off. Uh, this week we is going to be a mini-sode where we selected our favorite stories that we have written to each other. So I hope you enjoy. I shall read you a story by Meryl Boone. It's called The Dance of the Vampire, A Redneck Encounter. It was Friday night, and I was ready to let off some steam since my boss fired me from drinking on the job and masturbating myself on lunch break in my car. (laughs) I just dive right in. Sorry. Jesus Christ. I clocked out and packed up my desk, supposing this just isn't the right job for me. Oh, well. I was due to pick up some groceries anyway, Similac sensitive for the baby, and a pallet of beer from Costco for the big baby, me. (laughs) Also, some of those clingy gel window things that say Happy Easter. I was headed home already three beers deep when the clouds began to darken above me and the wind whipped around my car. The rain soon became torrential and I decided it was best to park and wait for the storm to pass. I pulled down a no outlet drive and came upon this creepy like mansion with gargoyles and stuff on it. I tried (laughs) gently parking my dually super duty truck next to a family gravesite on the property but my brakes slipped and my truck really messed up the graveyard (laughs) (laughs) shit i hopped out of the truck and went to apologize to the homeowner for desecrating the family plots i walked up to the grand gothic entrance and knocked on the ornate door a weird looking guy with dark hollowed eyes greeted me Hello, sir. How may I assist you? Well, sir, I pulled down your drive to seek shelter from the storm, and I accidentally destroyed your graveyard with my yee-yee truck. What the fuck is a yee-yee truck? (laughs) I said dually. Okay. (laughs) The butler sat me down in some dusty, unkept Victorian sitting room. Please sit here and I will have the homeowner speak with you. I heard someone walking down the main staircase, their footsteps echoing through the giant mansion. In came a gentleman with pale skin, old-fashioned sense, and the biggest most snuggle between his hips I had ever seen. Greetings, sir. My name is Rutherford Henry Von Dick Spice. Why have you requested my presence? (laughs) Hello, sir. (laughs) (laughs) I stumbled on my words. 
I accidentally went mudding through your graveyard. I apologize. He furrowed his brow and threw his hands out real girly like, my goodness, is that all? I looked puzzled at him. What? What? He explained. No need for an apology. They are all dead anyways. Plus, I never cared for any of them. Rutherford Henry Von Dick Spice <laughs> seemed easygoing enough, I suppose. <laughs> so I offered him some of my beers. He accepted, and the craziest night of my life began. <laughs> After throwing back 12 beers each, Von Dick Spice. <laughs> Von Dick Spice gave me a grand tour of the place. It's getting late, I muttered. I should probably leave now. Von Dick Spice shook his head in disagreement. Nonsense. You'll stay in the guest suite. Your vehicle will need repair. I agreed. I suppose I can stay, but I will have to leave in the morning. I have an AA meeting. Von <laughs> Dick Cheese. God damn it. Von Dick Cheese seemed ecstatic and pulled me to the room I would be sleeping in. Inside was, of course, a four-poster bed with drapes and a fireplace already lit. I wished Von Dick had <laughs> good night and I settled in. God. <laughs> At about three in the morning, I heard a song playing. Spandau Ballet True. I followed the sound of the song out of my room and down a dark hallway until I saw a crack of light behind what I thought was only a bookcase. I pulled open the heavy hidden door and slowly crept down a stone spiral staircase. I peered past the entry to a dark, damp room with a lonely wooden coffin. I saw... <laughs> God. This, name is really... God. this is my kryptonite. I saw Valen Dick Mouse in the corner dancing to the music alone. I decided things were starting to look a little strange, so I got back up the staircase to leave. But I tripped. I fell hard onto the stone floor and abruptly missed my pants when he noticed me. He hissed at me like a cat and started floating in midair. I screamed and gathered my foot. Get away from me, vampire trash. I made it to the foyer and started towards the door when I felt the sharp pierce of his teeth into my neck. I screamed as I collapsed on the ground once again, but I managed to crawl to the threshold of the door. With the alcohol in my system fueling me, I ran to my truck and grabbed the only silver I could find. My truck nuts. <laughs> I fought off Von Dick. <laughs> I can't. Oh my God. <laughs> I fought off Von, Von Dick Milk and pressed the silver truck nuts to his face. He screeched like a barn owl and flew back into his mansion. 
I got in the truck, spinning up dirt and mowing down the remaining tombstones. I made it off the property. After a white-knuckled drive home, I was safe at last. After making it home, I had forgot that I was bitten and would soon face a transformation. For fear of becoming a maniacal monster, I decided I would have to leave town and spare my family the same fate. I live in Florida now, in an elderly community. I have found plenty of souls to drain and plenty of beaches to roam. At night, of course. I will forever be haunted by my encounter and plan to travel home soon to kill the vampire that destroyed my life. Oh, my God. I literally, I'm crying. (laughs) (laughs) Fun dick milk. Von Dix. I just decided that he wouldn't remember his name very well. <laughs> Von, Von Dick Mouse. Oh. oh, oh my God! You're gifted. That's all oh, I can say. Yeah. You have also Perfect. sent me a lovely story. Oh, I'm I'm ready for this. So, um, the story goes as such. Um, this is Dirt Devil Wheeze by Emily Wooten. <clears throat> Ricky had lived out on the prairie for a long time by now. Following the great meth lab explosion of 1997, his mother, now limbless, relinquished the boy into the care of his kindly old grandmother. The boy (laughs) had grown rough and nimble, a scrawny thing with long spindly arms and a large cumbersome hands. His head was roughly peanut-shaped, and his eyes protruded from their sockets. (laughs) Very vivid. Leaving rings of moisture around his red lips. Oh, my God, he's got the the Kool-Aid stains. (laughs) It was fair to say that this poor youth had been subject to deformity in the womb due to the unfortunate drug use of his mother. But the town of Gary Creek seemed indifferent to his difference. A few looks here and there, but nothing of substantial note. It was June 22nd of 2019 when the alarms sounded all across Gary Creek. They meant that there were tornadoes ravaging the countryside, taking homes and lives across their paths. (laughs) Ricky was in the shed behind Grandma's house playing skunk and possum. <laughs> a beloved pastime where the carcasses of said animals were used as meat puppets to carry on lengthy shenanigans. <laughs> oh, the poor boy. He has a great imagination, though. Today, Ricky's possum was a sheik from the Far East, come to dazzle and win over the heart of the skunk. Ricky shuddered, for the sound of the alarms overpowered the song and dance number for the sheik had conducted on the skunk's behalf. (laughs) The boy donned his raccoon cap and made a run for Grandma's house. On the horizon, he could see a dark mass encroaching towards the house. An overpowering hiss filled the air, along with metallic screams of the sirens. I can really imagine this, though. No, good, good, good. The uh, boy found his grandma crouched behind the sofa, her white knuckles gripping the family rosary. Please, Jesus, keep me and my kin safe, whispered the wilted crone. Ricky was whimpering into the dress of the old woman when the windows exploded, 
sending shards of thick glass into the air. It was a few moments before Ricky realized that Grandma's prayer had ceased. Looking up into her cataracts, he recognized that dreaded faraway stare. A sizable sheet of glass had penetrated the sofa and got at Grandma like a fish. <laughs> her body slumped over, pinned to the sofa like so many moths pinned to a board. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky ran screaming from the corpse of his grandmother and blockaded himself in the kitchen. At last, the commotion ceased. Ricky poked his head out and gazed at the landscape beyond the kitchen window. There was a throng of thousands or so of figures approaching the window. He squinted, his hands shading his red bulging eyes. It was a sea of dirt devil vacuum cleaners, hovering as if alighted by magic. Their motors produced a low whir as they bobbed amongst each other like red buoys in a calm ocean. At the helm of each vacuum cleaner sat a small rodent-like creature, a weasel in fact. At the front of the formation was a much larger weasel, its greasy white fur reflecting the light of the sun, and its blazing red eyes fixed on Ricky. (laughs) Its shoulders strong and robust, the weasel raised a lone paw to quiet the chatter of his disciples. (laughs) You, spoke the grand weasel, its deep voice giving an air of great importance. You have something in your possession that belongs to us. Ricky shrugged, his bowels starting to stir with nervousness. The great weasel seemed to contemplate his next move, scratching his chin and then at once resuming his witfulness. You possess the cloak which donned our ancestors. Bring forth what is ours or face the unholy hells of 1,000 mink. Ricky scrambled into the old woman's bedroom His feet studded with glass. He could hear the whirring of the vacuum cleaners descended upon the house. Ricky plundered the chest drawers in his dead grandmother's bedroom. What had the great weasel meant when he said cloak? His grandmother was not known for her stunning wardrobe. Most of the time she wore simple simple moo-moo with loafers. The contents of the drawer proved fruitless. The whirring had become overwhelming and the hisses from the mouths and weasels seared his eardrums. Ricky fell to his knees in front of the old woman's closet. He rifled blindly through the endless swarm of fabrics until his fingers discovered a coarse, hairy-like texture. Ripping it from the hanger, it now splayed itself in Ricky's arms, a full-length mink coat, complete with mink heads and tails. Ricky crawled to the front door, the coat draped over his back, definitely pushing past the threshold of the home. He erupted into the light of the day. The horde of weasels felt silent, shocked at the sight of the young man. Slowly, Ricky lifted himself to his feet. The large, cumbersome coat draped his small frame. He spoke calmly and resolute. Oh, great mank. Punish me not for the sins of my mother's mother, but let me make amends. Let us become brethren once again. I have brought you the coats of your elders. Can you not see it past your rage to lend me your mercy? 
Tears swelled up in little Ricky's grotesque chameleon-like eyes. <laughs> in the light of the day, the boy revealed his monstrous features, the bulging orbs implanted into his misshapen skull, sharp protrusions of bone through a gaunt frame, and of course his callous digits akin to that of an elephant man. The great mink reflected to himself that perhaps he had been a little too severe on a child. His once fierce eyes softened to a warm pig and he demounted his steed. Aye, we can have peace, young sir, the great meek extended his paw with humble awe, but we must break bread over a meal. Have you anything we might make of a feast? Ricky thought back to the perfectly fresh grandmother resting in his living room. I have just the thing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this has been another episode. I hope you all enjoyed it. If you did, please rate, review, and subscribe. We're getting some more listeners here and there, and we... We would love to sometime in the future, you know, do something to interact with you guys. It'd be fun. Yeah, we uh, we would love opinions and suggestions on any kind of topics you would like us to cover. I mean, we're we're all for it. Um, I hope you really enjoyed this episode. We're trying to kind of find ourselves in this podcasting adventure and we're having a lot of fun with it and we hope you guys are too. So. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>